This is the Vision Driven Mom podcast, and I'm your host, Tracy Nolan Bierman, for moms by moms who believe that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Each week, you'll hear firsthand relatable stories from moms that have journeyed through motherhood from fear, loss, and heartbreak to healing, empowerment, and success. Motherhood is truly the journey of a lifetime, so let's enjoy the ride together. And welcome, everyone. Welcome back to the Vision Driven Mom podcast. I am Tracy Nolan Bierman, your host, and today we have Debbie Ronka. Welcome, Debbie. It is um, fantastic to have you here today. Thank you, Tracy. It's wonderful to be here with you. All right. So Debbie Ronka is an author, coach, and speaker. Debbie is passionate about empowering women to process their transitions, taking them from the messy middle to a place of wholeness and clarity to walk out and live in the new chapter, season, or direction of their life. She helps women identify the limiting beliefs, mindsets, and other inner struggles that hold her captive and in a place of feeling stuck. Debbie believes every woman has her own unique race to run and a potential that needs to be realized and embraced. The Family Letter, international bestseller, was birthed and written out of Debbie's desire to help families cultivate a culture of honor, encouragement, and value with their loved ones. She believes the family needs to be protected, nurtured, and strengthened, and is using her book to create a global movement to impact families all over the world. The Family Letter has been featured in the media, both podcasts and TV. Debbie has been certified as a life coach through John Maxwell in Leader Breakthrough. She is available to speak at women's events on topics of transition, family, and spiritual topics. Debbie has been married for over 41 years, raised three children, and now is in the magical season of being Nana to three grandchildren. Debbie, again, welcome. I'm glad you're here. Very excited. Thank you, Tracy. I'm excited to be here too. It's a great topic. Yeah, it is. It is. It immediately drew me in. So the family letter is just, I really can't wait for you to share with the listeners um, all about what that means. But first, tell us about how you got here. How did you, how did you get to your, your backstory, how you got to be where you are right now? Well, that's a great question. You know, I've always wanted to be a mom. Uh, raised three children. I was always very active in my community, in my church, volunteering. I used to write plays, different things like that and sing. Just loved my life. I moved here. We got transferred when our second daughter was only four months old. Mm -hmm. So I left a whole complete support system, moved from New Jersey to Texas. And what happened during that time, Tracy, this older woman noticed that I didn't have a support system. And so she kind of took me under her wing and became a mentor to me, which looking back was so invaluable. She imparted so much to me on how to raise my children and things like that, that when I got into my forties, I thought I need to do that. So Mm. I spent many, many years mentoring moms, having them come over to the house or meeting them with coffee and just letting them share what's going on. And you know, they always say the older should be teaching the younger. So, you know, and that's right. what I did. I did mm-hmm. that. I think it's, we all need mentors and I even need a mentor in my life as well. And then one day I just felt this 
longing, like this desire that I was supposed to do something else, but I wasn't sure what that was and pondered it for a while. And I am a spiritual person. So I really prayed about it. And, you know, just one day I was like, Lord, what is it? Like, I feel there's something there. And that's where I really felt like I heard him say life coach. Mm. And I so resonated with that because I knew it would be mentorship, but in a much deeper and higher level, they're both very different. And so that's why I moved forward to get certified because I really wanted to be able to help women. And I spent time getting trained as a prayer minister, Mm -hmm. which helps, I help women identify the heart wounds, the things in their heart that they're not aware of that are really holding them back in life. And so I love to blend my coaching and that spiritual part together to help women become whole Mm. because every one of us has a unique purpose. Every one of us has something we're supposed to be doing. We all have a message, a story and a purpose. And sometimes life wounds just take us out of the game or we don't understand why we're acting and living out in our adult life in certain patterns. And so that's what I, I love to do to help women. Yeah, I love that. And when I got into the work that I do, uh, because of my heart, my heart was, I had closed my heart when I first became a mom. I brought all of my stuff from my childhood into motherhood. And my and I felt very alone too. My, my mother was taking care of, well, we live... My whole family all lives all over the country, but my mother was taking care of my grandparents when I had my kids and she was off doing her. Th- I didn't have uh, anyone to guide me. And my heart was just, I mean, it, it just felt like prickly sandpapery. Like it was, I, I wasn't letting anybody in and my kids showed me that. That was a, that was another, that's a story for another time, but, but so important to help to, you know, it does take a village. It takes a village to, to, uh, to, to raise a family. And we are these days, we are, we're all like I was when I, when I first became a mom, we're all separated. You know, we don't have the mother, the grandmother, the great grandmother, the aunts, you know, to, to help us and, and guide us through motherhood. So what a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I love that you started with the mentoring and the, um, and, and that it, that, and that you listen to your, listen to your heart. That's basically what you were doing. You prayed and then you listened and then you got the yeah. answer. Yeah. That's, that's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. Yes. It was, it was a big transition for me, you know, tra- cause I love to help women in transitions. And I look back on that and, you know, that was a whole new world of going out to learn, going to school. It, it really was fabulous. I, right. I love it. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the family letter and how that came into being and what is it? The family letter really started when our children, we were raising our children. My husband and I, when we got married, we decided we wanted the culture in our home to be a little different than what we had growing up. Mm-hmm. We had loving parents and we knew that we were loved, but that generation showed their love by how they provided for you. Right. And we wanted, we kind of were missing the, uh, we had this longing for words of affirmation uh, to, to actually hear words about who we were. So we, as a husband and wife, we said, you know, we, we're going to have a different culture. We're going to have word, we're going to be affirming, affirming of our children. 
we're going to call out their strengths and give mm -hmm. them their value so they could grow up in wholeness. And at this time, our kids are five and seven. And we, we were trying to get them, you know, we wanted to teach the power of encouragement, mm -hmm. the power of their words, so they would be kind to one another. But you know, kids, they're learning and they're, they couldn't quite verbalize it. So we thought, how can we do this? What are we missing? And then we, we sat down one day and we thought, how about a letter? You know, we could just use a simple tool of a, of a letter and they could write down their thoughts, feel safe, mm -hmm. They can express themselves, not forget what they were going to say. And we, so we thought we'd give it a try. So we all, we chose as a family to do our birthdays because it would be consistent. And of course, it's the one day in the year that you're always celebrated, right? And it's Happy your day. Birthday. I know. It's I like that. <laughs> I like that over the holidays, you know, I like the, the, the birthday because that's your day. Yeah. That's your day. And, you know, I always encourage moms when you're starting, when your children are little, like I had a criteria in the book, like, like three things for the kids to cover in the letters, you mm -hmm. know, the, the good that they see in the other person, recognize a talent and tell specifically why you love them. Like we don't just put, I love you. We right. specifically say why, because that goes so much deeper. And I encourage my mom, the moms in the book, like, don't worry about grammar. Don't worry about punctuation. You're teaching them to express from their heart. That's the best gift you could give them mm -hmm. and let it grow. And then as the kids got older, the criteria got longer. I'll tell you, Tracy, it's so powerful. So what we do when it comes to our birthdays, in fact, my birthday was yesterday. So we're going to be- That's right. Doing, Happy birthday. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we're going to be doing my, our letters soon because now everybody lives around the country and- right we schedule things now and I can share how we do that too. But what happens is everyone in the family writes me a letter. I sit down and this is the power in it. Tracy is not to take your letters and just go to your room or read mm. them another day, but you read right. them out loud with the family so that whoever's birthday it is reads the letter out loud one at a time. And this beautiful thing happens around the table because the person reading it feels so blessed and they feel so affirmed. They know that they're loved, valued, and celebrated. Mm. You are just, it's like a blanket is put around you of right. value and love. And the one who wrote the letter just, just has a whole different experience because now they're hearing their words spoken right. from the letter. And those that are listening are also impacted because nobody knows what anyone else has written until it's actually red. And you know, you wind up clapping, crying, laughing, celebrating, and it just bonds the whole family. Yeah. And so we have been doing this now for over 35 years. 35 years. 35 That's years. Amazing. You know, talk about rituals and routine or rituals that family rituals. What a beautiful ritual that you have created that is just and so your kids will take them to their kids and then their kids I, I, what a beautiful I mean you've started in a new legacy with the family letter yes it's become generational and I'll tell you what was so funny boyfriends and girlfriends were not allowed to uh -huh. participate okay you know when the kids were dating because it was to us it was the sacred family letter yeah and you could only write what you know about the other person so if exactly. you're not 
So we had this rule. So my son-in-law, uh, he, he writes in the book, he, you know, he said he had to wait five years. <laughs> That's great. He, he would sit every birthday. He never got a letter and he wasn't allowed to write one until he got married. Right, right. In the family. Uh-huh. So he said, he said, you know, he loved it because it was a rite of passage. That <laughs> is a fantastic story. I love that. And he goes, and he got his first letter. We also do them on Father's Day's and Mother's Day. Uh-huh. And so he got his first letter on on his first Father's Day. And it just, no, no, he got it on his birthday because they just got married. And right. that was, yeah, so it's just so funny. But it, it, that's the value in it. He was like, I finally get a letter. Everybody wants a letter. <laughs> Everybody wants one. <laughs> Debbie, I want a letter. <laughs> I'm excited to start How this. you one. <laughs> Yeah, this is fantastic. So we talked a little bit about how there are different kinds of letters and different in different times that you would write letters. So share a little bit. What is one way that you would or one one way or or situation where you would write a letter? Gosh, well, one of my favorites, well, I have a couple favorites. Our daughter, when she turned 13, this is really good for Mm -hmm. the father's that particular birthday letter was very significant because she was becoming a young woman yeah. turning 13. And in the letter, he said, I will be the man in your life who will love you and take care of you until the day you get married. And he said all these other things as well and gave her a beautiful ring. I could still remember my daughter running down the hallway with the letter. I'm engaged to daddy. <laughs> and you know Tracy when she she got married we took that letter to her wedding day and read it from the platform oh I love that every yeah so that's in the book another one is and I think during this time of COVID uh, I have a chapter on called the letter of forgiveness and how Mm -hmm. that came about is this one particular when we were first starting to do the letters we also did Christmas and my first two were probably 10 and 12 at the time. And my daughter's letter to her brother was, you really hurt my feelings. Oh, I wish you were a better brother. You, I wish you would treat me nicer. And she was putting how she felt in this letter because mm-hmm. they know this is a safe place, right? Unbeknownst to her, Jonathan's letter to Jamie was, I know I've not been a great brother. I've been very kind to you. I'm really going to try. They had no idea what the other one. Wow. How they powerful. Read it. And when they read it, they just looked at each other and Tracy put their arms out and hugged. Wow. And it became like a new beginning of trying to be a better brother. And I, I looked at that and I thought, the, the letter of forgiveness. We mm. still talk about that letter all these years later. Do you remember that letter, Jamie? And like, they still talk about that. So I encourage people because we all have someone in our life that maybe the relationship has been broken for whatever reason. Yeah. If it's the kind of relationship that can be brought together, I encourage people to write a letter mm-hmm. to that person. Maybe because I think Sometimes people don't know what to say. They don't know how to bring it back. So if you can just put in the letter, the things that you miss about the person, the thing that you really loved about them and that you were, you know, I'm sorry that so much time has gone by. 
just maybe not get into all the details, yeah. but that could be the very catalyst to open the door, crack it open. Because when someone reads a letter, it just tenderizes the heart. Yeah. In fact, I was on um, a Las Vegas morning blend TV show when mm -hmm. I talked about the letter of forgiveness and I got an email from one of their listeners and she said, would you please help me write a letter of forgiveness to my ex of 23 years? Mm, wow. And I thought that was so powerful because mm -hmm. she's like, I want to do this. I want to maybe say some things I never got to say before. And it's, it's a time for restitution. And I think during this time of COVID, yeah. all of our hearts are being tenderized. They you are. know, the, the things that what we just held on to, it was like, it's just not important because... Yeah so much is going on. And I think this would be a great time yeah. to start that. Forgiveness then, is forgiveness. an incredibly powerful practice. It's amazing. And I love that you're able to share that with the letters. And another thing that I love is that, that um, interaction with your kids and that forgiveness. What I love is that you are not the one who had to teach them that that they, that it's like, some, seems like somehow your this, this family letter has evolved so that they, they were able to learn that lesson. You know, you like, you didn't have to say, um, you know, what you need to forgive, you know, you need to forgive, to forgive your, your brother or, or whatever it is. I love that they, they were able to, and that it happened at the same time. Now, what a beautiful story. Oh, and you know, the letter gave voice to the pain. Right made it a safe place to share. Yeah, yeah. And you know, another special time, it was years ago, my father had esophageal cancer and we happened mm -hmm. to go home for a visit. And while he was there, he got hospitalized mm -hmm. and it was, we're getting to the end. And the, the, the kids now are, they're in high school and they were, they were like, mom, can we write grandpa a letter? Hmm. And so I was like, oh my gosh, yes, please do. And so they each wrote their own letter to their grandfather about all their memories that they had with him, how he hmm. impacted them as their grandfather, how he influenced their life. And we went into my dad's hospital room and we stood around his bed. And my mother actually read the letters out loud because my father couldn't talk. But we, I could tell by the his countenance that he was receiving those words oh, beautiful. and being so blessed. And I know he left this world mm -hmm. just knowing, just knowing the oh, difference yeah. he made. So right. what I, I encourage people to do in the book is, and I know this is always a tender, tender subject, mm -hmm. but if you, you know, your time could possibly be short, the yeah. best thing you could ever do is write your family a letter that they will find after you're gone. Oh, beautiful. My husband and I are writing letters to all of our family and they're gonna be with our will. Mm -hmm. And they won't get those letters until we're gone. Right. But you know, we're such a family of letters, they would probably almost be looking for one. Like, right, right. Where is that letter? <laughs> Where is the letter? <laughs> but I, I highly recommend people to do that because it's the words of life It'll help your family heal because that's what everybody wants. They want those last words. They want, and you know what? You could say things and not remember, but when it's written, it's like a legacy and it stays alive forever. And you could read it over and over. 
Ah, Debbie, that's so beautiful. I love, I love this concept and you're, you're bringing families together. You are, you're, 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 you're the catalyst for healing, you know, in families and which is so important. And like you said, this, this year has been, it's been the, it's been a crazy one, you know, it's been tough. And, and I, at least for my family, we, it has been an opportunity for us to, to get together. Our family, my, my, my mother and father now live in, um, live near me now, but my sister's out in Colorado. We have been doing a family zoom call since March, every single week. It's the most that we have talked as a family. So my, my dad, my, my parents divorced when I was 17. So it's the most that we have talked as a family. Oh, I love it. Since we were kids. Oh, I love it. And I love, but I love the idea that that thought about the letter and the opening the letter on, uh, we, I think we, we talked about that on the, our little uh, mini interview, uh, how you can, we, you can share those on Zoom, especially now, since we're not all getting together, we can't get on a plane right now. You know, we're not going out to Colorado to see, to see family exactly. right now, but that we could do it. We could, I like that idea of you send the letters and then that person on their birthday that on Zoom, at least for now, this is where we are right now, right? Exactly. Because we're not all getting together. I love that. And it's not, it doesn't have to be a, a this or that. It can be, it's, there's so many possibilities for so the letters. Many. Yeah. I would say even right now, just choose someone in your family. Uh, if it's a grandmother, a mother, and all of you collectively say, okay, that person's getting a letter. You don't even have to wait for the birthday because everybody right. has this longing to be known, loved, valued, and celebrated. Mm. And I believe a lot of us go through life with these questions in our heart. Has my life made an impact? Have I made yeah. any difference? Does anyone love me? Yeah. And we all have the answers to the questions of that person's heart, but we need to verbalize them. And that letter is really a safe and a fun place to put them down because you actually get a little more creative because you're writing them. Right, right. I am going to recommend that everyone go out and get Debbie's book, The Family Letter, and you can get it on Amazon, right? Yes, you can yeah. get it on Amazon. Okay. What a beautiful, what a beautiful way to bring families together and what a beautiful gift. I would love yes. to get that as a gift. That, that, would, oh. that would be all I would need you know, is to, is to really hear deeply, you know, like you said, we hear, I love you. We hear, you know, we hear the, what we, what we talk about, but to actually see it for, for someone to take the time. I mean, that's, that's, that it, it makes it different to take the time to write it out mm -hmm. and then to share it. That's, that's a, that's a beautiful thing. Ah, oh, Debbie, thank you so much for sharing that with us. I'm, I'm really excited to start, to start uh, using that in my, in my own life. So Debbie, can you tell us about a time in motherhood? And you know, you're a grandma, you're you're a nana now, but you're yes. always a mom. We're, we don't ever stop being a mom. Tell us about a time in motherhood where you either achieved something or you overcame something that seemed impossible. I love that question. I think I'll focus on the word achieve. Mm. One of the things that I wanted to accomplish or achieve with my children was trust and confidence that no matter what they did or what happened to them, 
that they were always unconditionally loved. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's so easy to say until something happens. Right. Where your heart is challenged, where you think, oh my gosh. But when, when you set that culture in your family, that to be your intention, there's, it's, it's, you're giving your children a gift because kids need that safe place. They need to know, I can go to my mom and tell her anything and she's not like going to lose it. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes we overreact instead of listening. And I'll tell you that it, it takes time to cultivate that. It takes intention to be purposeful, to say to yourself, don't react, don't mm -hmm. overreact, because you don't want them to walk away. You never want to hear your children say, I can never talk to my mom. Oh, I can never tell my mom that. Yeah. Yes. And then watch them go to someone else for advice. And it, you're the mother, you're the father. So we carry a responsibility as moms to develop that. And we get tested in it. Yes, we, we get do. tested all the time. <laughs> I got tested so much in that, but I, I did my best to stay consistent. And they always knew. In fact, they write that in their letters. Mm. I've always known that you've unconditionally loved me. And yeah. so when I hear them, um, it just like, it's there. So that to me is one of the greatest gifts you could give your children, the confidence yeah. to know that they could come to you regardless and you'll, you'll be there to listen. Not that you're not going to not discipline them, okay. but you're going to give them a place to share what happened. A safe place. Don't we all, yeah. we all need a safe we place? We all want that. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Beautiful. Well, Debbie, this has been fantastic. I have loved our time together. How can my listeners contact you? How can they get, get a hold of you or learn I more have... about you? Absolutely. Well, I have a website, mm -hmm. debbyronka.com, and that would be D-E-B-I-R-O-N-C-A.com. Or you can, you're free to email me at debbyronka at gmail.com. Okay. Fantastic. I'd love, love to hear from you. Yeah, great. Let's start so, a global movement together. I would love that. I'm I'm going to order my I'm going to order my copy after we after we end our call today. I would love to I would love to I would love to be on that global movement with you. So Absolutely. can you can you share some parting words? You said that you have um, you have something that you that that would be helpful for for our listeners. The template maybe on what to put in the letter. Yeah, that, sure. That, that would be great. Yeah. So as I shared earlier, like when your children are young, the template's very small because you're mm -hmm. just encouraging them. But now we're, everyone's older. And so basically here's some great things to always cover. You want to encourage the person and share the good things that you see in them. Things like their humor, their compassion, their character, their desire to help others. Like really pay attention to the person. Uh, encourage them in their gifts and their talents that you see in them. And that could be anything from leadership to being a great soccer player, musician, whatever that person is, whatever you see in them, call it out and mm. put it in the letter. Share with them how you specifically love them and why and how they've impacted your life. And if they've gone through a hard time, encourage them on how you've seen them walk through that difficulty. Mm, Nothing nice. is more special than when you've had a rough year or a rough situation. And in that letter, 
you say, I know that situation was so hard for you, but I watched how you walked through it and encourage them in their, what you saw. There's courage, there's strength, their integrity. Encourage them with a future and a hope. You know, and when that comes up in the letter, you really feel known. Yeah. Like they were present with you when you were going through something. Share with them God's perspective on their trial and give them hope. Celebrate and recognize any accomplishments that they have experienced, like it could be promotions, it it could be they have a new position, or they just wrote a play or, you know, something, whatever Mm -hmm. that accomplished, and they share your excitement, and how the Lord is using them and blessing them in that new place in life. And then you can always encourage them as they're transitioning into new seasons you know, how you see they're going to be used, what value they're going to bring to that next place and how specifically God would like to use them in that new place. So beautiful. That is, that is perfect. Cause that's what we need, right? Okay. I'm going to sit down to write a letter. <laughs> now what do I do? <laughs> what do I Dear do? mom. <laughs> yes. That's super helpful. It really helps because you just read each one and you go, oh yeah. And then you, it just really helps to form a letter that's full of life-giving words and affirmation and the recognition, the value, the celebration, it's all in there. All right. Perfect. Well, Debbie, this has been delightful. It's been delightful to meet you. And I'm really excited about this global movement that you're starting. I mean, what does the world need more than this right now? I mean, this is it, right? This is it. Yeah. This is it. I'm excited. I would love to see every family take up this tradition. It, it, you don't have to just start when your kids are young. Every child, no matter what age they are, yeah. wants to know their love value and valued and celebrated. And you can literally bring healing to your, your family's relationships by starting this. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I love it. All right. Thank you, you, Debbie. Thank you for coming and thank you for sharing the family letter and yourself Mm -hmm. with us. And remember that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. All right. Goodbye for now. And thanks for listening to the Vision Driven Mom podcast. To get started on your Vision Driven Mom journey, head on over to visiondrivenmom.com and download your copy of The Overwhelm Cure, a mom's guide to work-life harmony. Anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Goodbye for now.